Debacle Pecto, Nabasso Pecto. Debacle Pecto, Nabasso Pecto. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. Today, we have with you a guest who is all about financial literacy, living your best life. And we all know that money is the tool that can help us do that best. So we want you to take the time to help us welcome Dr. Brenda Hey, Kirch. <laughs> I just call her Dr. Brenda, the money coach for short. Hi, Dr. Brenda. Welcome to the Boss Effect. Oh, hey, Queen Kimmy and Sean Seven. Thank you so much for having me on. It's uh, a pleasure to finally get to catch up with you and uh, uh, participate here. Indeed. And it's a perfect timing for us to be having this conversation because the holidays just passed. Everybody spent all their money for the holidays and they're sitting around waiting for for taxes. And some people don't want to do taxes. And it's like, oh, my gosh, some of us had an amazing year last year and we made so much money. We don't know what to do with it. (laughs) So that's a tough problem. (laughs) <laughs> so we reached out to you because we want to know what should we do when we start making all this money like how do we secure our finances how do we secure what we're doing and then not not only that the reason I really chose you for this particular topic is because you're doing it from an RV with cats I am and you know when you talk about finances whatever the case is you have to talk about your priorities So one of the things that I have people do is go through a needs versus wants tracker. So they'll, you know, take a look at your expenses. So if you're talking, you're coming after the holidays, what did you spend your money on? And most people, if you're not budgeting all the time, are going to be shocked because, uh, you know, I've done this myself. It's like, how did I spend so much money going out to eat? You know, it's like, okay, this just doesn't make any sense. That is not a priority for me. I'm going to have to rein this in. And most of us have something to rein in. But the other thing that happens, especially, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, your income cycle is all over the board. So you might have months where you're raking it in and you have might have months when you're, you know, you're in the red. And so, um, I mean, there are there are tools to, to do that. There's a really good book called Profit First, which basically is pay yourself. But so much of what we do with money, with our habits, with our life, it's all about habits. It's about our mindset. And that part of that has to change. So what I find is like, especially people who get a windfall and this happens, you, you know, tax return. Wow, I got 2000 bucks coming in for the tax return. It feels like free money. So the priorities go out the door. They you know, oh, well, yeah, I've got money. I'm going to give you, I, I got, I'll give you 500 bucks. Why don't you go ahead and do that? So it's like they treat that windfall money as something separate. So one of the things that, you know, I remind people to do is like, look, you know, align it to your priorities. Do you have an emergency savings plan? Uh, how much is in that fund? 
Um, there are so many things to do, but what I find in finances is that it, inti it intimidates people. We don't learn anything growing up. We watch our parents with their money. We tend to recreate some of their, their habits, but I have a PhD. The only thing I learned about finances was how to balance a checking account. I learned that in high school. I didn't learn anything about finances. And I think that that is true for most of us. Uh, you know, unless your your parents are CEO of some company or accounting geeks, you know, you, we just don't know much about money. So there's also that decision overload. Where do I start first? What do I do first? I'm, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to do nothing. So there's there's lots and lots of stuff to unpack there. You know, I love the fact that, you know, even though you say I have a PhD, you know, you're a sociologist, you're a researcher, you're a financial, a financial money coach. You started the Gutsy Women Club and you're all about, you know, financial literacy. But what happened to get you to that point? Ah, uh, poverty. No, you know, not you. Oh, man, I, I the roof fell out. I hit I turned 30 years old and my whole life fell apart. So I, uh, I had been working in California and the state budget crisis hit. I was working for the university last uh, hired, first fired, first gone. Right. So I was laid off. Um, but I was, you know, I was young. I was cocky. I'm like, OK, I, I grew up on a farm. I, you know, I, I farm girl getting my Ph.D., so I got, I finished my PhD that uh, my summer, it was like May of my 30th year, got laid off, moved to Flagstaff and I'd applied for other jobs. I'm like, no problem. I'm just going to go into academia. I've got my PhD. I have my dissertation published as a book. I've done all this great stuff. And uh, like many people recently, you come out to a bad economy where it's not just California state that is cutting its budget. It is every state and most universities are paid through state funds. I just couldn't get a break. It took me three and a half years. I lived in five different states before I caught a break. And so everything I owned fit into a little Honda hatchback. And I remember that little Honda hatchback. I finally made it. I, yeah, my sister was outside of Atlanta, moved to Atlanta for a while. My Honda hatchback on that, you know, I-85 freeway was <laughs> topping out at 45 miles per hour the ac was gone but the heat worked fine so the heat you know summertime atlanta and uh, i remember i took it into an auto mechanic and i got to get it fixed i don't know how i'm going to pay for this i've got to do the credit card thing right living off of credit cards and the guy wouldn't take credit cards and I remember driving back and sitting in a parking lot and just crying. I'm like, God, how did my life turn out like this? So, um, you know, nightmares, dreams of being a bag lady, uh, working at Target for six bucks an hour way back then. I did what I could and I caught a break. I got a, I got this, I got a, a nice job with health insurance. I mean, that's big. You know, I went without health insurance and uh, um, it was with, I mean, I'm going to back up a bit because how do you get through those moments? What I did is I wrote, I created this character. She was this kick-ass private detective working in Atlanta. Her name was Kate Winston. I had all of these stories outlined. You know, she was, she got her, her, you know, she had, you know, friends in the Atlanta police department. 
Well, guess what my first get was guess what my break was. I got a job as a crime analyst for the Atlanta Police Department. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I couldn't make that up if I if I had to. And so I paid off all of my debt very, very quickly. Um, I sat on lawn chairs in my apartment. Finally, to have an apartment was huge. So um, I've always been frugal, but it's like, you know what? I don't take tomorrow for granted. And if my job ends and if something happens, I got to build up this cushion. And so that's really the start of it. But I didn't really get interested in the details until I hit like, you know, I was about 40. And I read this book, it's by David Bach. And he talked about, he opened my eyes to something he calls a dream fund. I'm like, what? A dream fund? Nobody told me there's a dream fund, a fund that you can pay for your dreams for? You, you've got a dream fund? It's like, no way. There's savings, emergency, there's retirement. A dream fund. Okay, that just really lit my fire. It's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I don't have to work until I'm 65 or until I'm 70. Maybe I can have this different life. Yeah, so the dream fund really just knocked my knocked the blinders off my eyes. And I just began to learn, you know, how do I invest? How do I save? And it became a bit of a game. How much can I save? I paid off my mortgage really quickly. And all of that meant I was in a pretty good place. So my career suddenly ended and I had, you know, lived in a, worked in a toxic work environment. And I'm like, I'm not reporting to anybody ever again. I'm going to, take my expertise, build financial freedom courses, figure out this entrepreneur stuff, but I am not going to work for somebody again. And um, the house no longer served my purpose. I need the internet, but I need the freedom to travel. And I've been on the road for about 18 months. No more than that since uh, May, 2020. Yeah. So it'll be two years this May and there's no reason to go back. I'm a bit, okay, I'm going to let Sean talk because you know I'm a bit jelly in that regard. I just say, so Dr. Brenda, what, what made you just say, you know what? I can do this. I can, I, can, I can get on this road and I can still do what I love and help other people. What, what gave you that, 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 that fire that said, you know what? I can do it. Yeah, because that takes a lot of guts. You have to be a gutsy woman to do something like that. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, uh, you know, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't terrifying at first. In fact, you know, I, I uh, uh, had a wood, wood burning tool and I burned uh, this quill and it says brave on it, you know, so that was my word of the year that year was brave because it was not easy. Now, eventually I came up with this whole sort of framework called dream plan, save, do. So you got to have a dream, make a plan, got to save. And I'll tell you what, the hardest part is pulling that plug and saying, do I'm going to do it because it's like, man, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't go on the road. I got cats. Cats hate being on the road. I'm going to, you know, that that I got a house paid off. I got friends here in Virginia. You know, I can't do this. I can't do this. And when you start out, it's like 80% terror, 20% excitement. And after a month or two, it's 80% excitement, 20% terror. (laughs) So, you know, um, I've lived my life, so I don't want to be a hundred years old looking back and saying, I wonder what would have happened. And even if the business doesn't take off, I have that financial cushion. 
I would have, if I hadn't done it, if I'd gone back into my career field, which was uh, aging issues, elder issues, and court, court reform, I'd be like, you know, I wonder what kind of impact I could make. I, how can I help other women not just reach financially free, but to dust off the dreams? Because that time in Atlanta and all those three and a half years, I was like ready to say I'm done with it. And if you'd asked me what my dream was, my dream would have been a new mattress. You know, I want to, I want a mattress. I want a clean bed. I want to, I want to, I want a comfortable room to sleep in. That's all I would have wanted. I mean, you go, we go through, many of us go through periods where we don't dream anymore, or we've abandoned our dreams and transferred our hopes onto our kids. So Dr. Brenner, what is the, what, what was your friends and family's first thoughts when you said, Hey, I'm hitting this road in the RV, me and my cats, and I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. I, you know, I, I have this really dear friend. I met uh, first year in graduate school. So I was 22. And I, I remember having this conversation with her and she said, you know, that suits you perfectly. You've always been like this. You love adventure. You get bored easy. You love to travel. So it was not um, a surprise. I mean, People, I think, reflected their fears onto me, like, you've never driven one. I know. Yeah, I know. I've never, I'd never driven one. I'd never slept in one. And, uh, um, you know, but I, you know, I'm like, I grew up on a farm. I, I had motorcycles. I drove tractors. I can figure this out. I'm not the last, y'all. <clears throat> okay. I have a question. You, you said a lot. I'm hearing so much wisdom in this. And if you're not paying attention, pay attention to this. Dr. Brenda reads books. She's already dropped two books for you. Then she also said she wrote books, right? Then she said she took her expertise and she builds financial literacy courses. Then she also just dropped another jewel that she has group and subscriptions to help you in this area. As long as you have a dream, she can help you with a plan, but you're the one who ultimately is gonna have to do it. All of that, those are some jewels. Those are jewels. And you have to truly be a bold, outspoken, soulful storyteller to live a life of adventure and to be gutsy enough to face the 80% terror and 20% excitement that Dr. Brenda has faced. And on the Boss Effect podcast, one thing that we like to do is we like to test that knowledge. You know, because, you know, I, I've met a lot of people who told me a lot of things and, you know, we like to test that knowledge here on the Boss Effect podcast. And um, would you be okay if we test that knowledge, Dr. Brenda? I'm very curious. Go for it, honey. Okay. All right. Well, Dr. Brenda, we play this game with all our guests called 10K in 10 days. So I'm going to break the rules down to you. You have 10 days to make 10K. And in that 10 days, you're only going to start off with $100. <laughs> you can't borrow money from friends, family, bank, or anything like that. You can use the internet and your own intellectual property. We're going to give you a beater truck. Even though you have RV, you can't use that RV. We're going to give you a beater truck to get around in, just around town. You can't go out of town, anything like that. Yes, it's so raggedy. If you try to drive outside of the city limits, it's going to break down as soon as you pass the city limit sign. <laughs> now, we want you to explain to our, our listeners how 
you're going to make that 10K in 10 days. In steps. In steps, huh? Yes, ma'am. Oh, and did you tell her? And nobody knows you. Oh, yeah. Nobody knows you. Ooh, nobody knows me. Okay. Well, that's that. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, the first thing is figure out what your skill base is. So, um, you know, I'm 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 hoping that we've got some saleable some skills, right? Are they in marketing? Are they in sales? Are they in uh, putting together Excel spreadsheets? You know, what, what's the deal there? So one is know your skill set. And I'm a, I'm a pragmatist. So you know what? I'm afraid that my truck is going to get confiscated, stolen, inoperable. So I'm going to kind of figure out and I'm, uh, you know, this is where my RV experience comes in handy because there's something called boondocking. You know, there are places you can park your truck, park your RV. So I'm going to take care of the practical and figure out, you know, do I have to sleep in my truck? Do I have to? I got 10 days. I'm probably going to have to find a, a safe place for it to park. Might need some gas. Uh, I've got 100 bucks. I got a little bit of a budget. So I have to eat, eat and sleep, right? Okay. So I've got my skill set and I'm hoping it's sales because, you know, that, that, that's a biggie. That's, that's not my strong skill set, but I hope your skill set is sales. And so I have seen, I have seen that show with uh, Grant Cardone and what is that called? So I know you guys are like following that, following that whole thing. Undercover, undercover billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, he gets. I think not. he gets. I think he gets more than ten days, doesn't he? Yes. I guess. Yeah. I. I could. Yeah. Can I? Can I stretch my ten days like into a month? <laughs> Whoa. That's that's tough. And following, um, following the Grant Cardone um, undercover billionaire, which we adapted this from, we would like to say every day when you wake up, the first thing you say is. Who has, Who my, has money? my money? <laughs> Who has my money? Yeah. Well, that that is what I have learned over the course of my lifetime is it's not what I know. It's who I know. And so if I have made a mistake and if I continue to make a mistake, it's believing that, you know, my degree and all of my resources speak for themselves when I know it's about connecting with people. So if, it, if it's me, what I'd probably do is I'm hoping I got my website with me and I've got some internet tools. And because I know how to use Canva and create the graphics and set up webinars and set up stuff, my thing would probably be to figure out, okay, what, what's a trending thing? What's a need? Um, and try to create a generate uh, um, a webinar to you know maybe people are joining for 10 bucks 10 bucks join this webinar on how to reach financial freedom fast you know but i'm probably going to go online because that is one of my strengths um so i don't even know if i need that truck maybe i need that need to make sure i've got the laptop so i might trade that truck in for a laptop Bingo. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, for me, everything is online now. It, it's got your biggest reach, but there's so much noise out there. So um, the other thing that I would do is really niche down because like right now, like I, I work with women, that's a little bit niche down, but not very much. I've got, you know, a certain age group I'm looking at. Um, but if I needed money right away, maybe I'm looking for uh, women who have at least two cats who, uh, you know, some way to really, really niche it down. So I, I know exactly how to reach these folks. So um, that's sort of the approach that I would use. It sounds, it sounds doable. Um, I know I've, I've done things in the past and boy, not knowing anybody is kind of like the stickler. I got to know somebody. So I would probably, if I still got that beater truck, I would probably, but I'd go online again to find a, somebody who can help me promote the webinar. I'm, you know, and if I don't know Queen Kimmy and Sean Seven, it's like, oh, I have to f introduce myself to you guys. Hey, I got this really good deal. Can you help me promote it? I've got an affiliate account. You guys can get, you know, I give you half of the profits. Come on, let's do this together. So I would try to find uh, some type of a partner. I love that. Leveraging other people's audience. Russell Bronson calls that OPP, other people's people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love that. I love that. That is indeed a boss. I want to note it. I want you to notice something, Sean said. Did you notice how she started strategizing before she started to answer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I noticed that. <laughs> so when you're talking about money and you're talking about living your best life, you definitely want to make sure that you're paying attention to how people answer questions. Dr. Brenda literally started to strategize before she even answered the question. That's huge for me. I pay attention to small things like that. And so should you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dr. Brenda, how did you feel about your answer? You know, um, on paper, things always work out the way they're supposed to. In reality, I know how tough it is to try to earn a profit, to try to start a business. So like, you know, for me, being an entrepreneur, that's a really new thing. And I'm, I'm learning all the time. You know, I've made lots and lots of mistakes. Um as determined as when I started, but it is, you know, when you're coming into this, um, when you're a new entrepreneur and your background is corporate or nonprofits or academia or whatever it is, it's like, there's a lot to learn. I mean, even all the buzzwords, you know, I, I'm, you know, Canva and, and Zoom and Notion and ClickFunnels. And I mean, it's like, all of this is like new terminology that you have to, when you're entering a new field, it's like, it, it is, it is overwhelming, but you have to learn it and you just do it, learn when you need it. Love that. Love that. Dr. Brendan, what lessons or morals would you like the audience to walk away with after hearing your story? Ooh. Mm. You know, there's this expression that I, I was just pulling up yesterday without fear, there is no courage. You know, without fear, there is no courage. We all have this fear and it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to show your courage. 
You can't be courageous unless there's some fear factor. And there's always going to be a fear factor for things that are important to you. You know, you're always taking a little bit of a risk. Without fear, there is no courage. So you got to, you know, it's, it's normal to be afraid. It's normal to sort of resist change. But it has all the rewards um, imaginable. I've got to, come on, Kitty. <laughs> Awesome. And in the Gutsy Women's Club, that's the type of women that are there in the Gutsy Women's Club. Could you tell us about like what type of women do you see are invite to the Gutsy Women's Financial Club? The uh, the Gutsy Women's Club, I mean, this is I'm actually doing the third iteration because I've realized that uh, people are looking for different things. And you know, again, I've had to kind of fight my academic background. You know, I want to I want to give you tools and a framework and classes. And you know what people want? They want to connect. They want a club. They, they want to see what I'm doing. They want to see how other people are doing it. So the, the club itself is much more um, laid back. I am in the process of working to bring in speakers because uh, right now I have sort of a routine set up where, you know, Sundays they get in, you get a new challenge and, and Wednesdays are words of encouragement and Monday you get to set a goal Friday, you've got this fun poll, but what I really, uh, have in mind for it is guest speakers. So people who, women who have inspiring stories who want to share that and, you know, uh, they probably have some business that they want to promote as well. So I'm in the process of growth right now for the Gutsy Women Club. Um, it has evolved because, and I, I, you know, I started all this stuff in COVID too. And, you know, one of the things I want to do as an RV is I've got my schedule now pretty much through all of 2022. I mean, I'm making plans for October and it would be great to be able to do some things in person on site, you know, hey, I'm going to be in Florida in March. Let's do this and let's connect. But people want that physical connection too. I mean, it's been so difficult with COVID. Um, so we've all done things online, um, but it has a lot of opportunity to, um, you know, find mentors, find other women who are doing what you want to, what you want to be doing and to be inspired. So that's the long-term goal of it. Right now, most of my resources are spent building the Gutsy Women Finances community because that is all my stuff. I have a Dream Big Money Academy. I'm in the process of converting. Uh, it's now the Financial Freedom Academy in the process of converting that over to a new format. You know, if you're chasing your dreams, you got, you got two choices. You can just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm running away. I'm going to get the RV. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm just going to leave everybody in the dust. I'm just going to say goodbye to the job. I'm just like, boom, I'm gone. You know, that's one way. I talk about the smart way, the dream plan, save, do way, you know, because where are you going to, how are you going to eat? How are you going to get that old beater truck from here to there? And do you have a plan? What's your plan? What if this one doesn't work? And, or what if you get out on the road and you find you hate it? What's, what are you going to do? So I do think sort of the careful way. You, you go after your dreams. You find your dreams. Your dreams change over time. You visualize your dreams. You, you, know, you, you create those affirmations. You create that mindset. It is a, 
takes a long time to change your mindset, to believe in yourself, especially, you know, I used to work with uh, domestic violence victims, victims of elder abuse. And it's like, you can see they've been told over and over and over again that you're doing it all wrong. You're not good enough. You're just, you're just worthless. And so there are a lot of women that have to overcome that type of uh, dysfunction, um, traumatic type of relationship before they can move on. So, you know, we don't all come from the same place. And the tendency for a lot of women might be to just say, I'm getting rid of this relationship. I'm dumping this guy. I'm just going to move on. And it's like, nope, you're going to end up in the same place. You're going to end up in the same place. Let's do this the smart way. Let's really focus on your dreams. Let's come up with a plan. Let's let me teach you about money so that you're not on the street and then build your confidence, build your courage and do it. Just do it. Dr. Brenner, you know, you just told my story, correct? It's a lot. It's a lot of women's stories. You literally just told my story. And I would love to know how can how can we connect with you, Dr. Brenner, because there are many, many, many that are listening that need to connect with you. How do we do that? Uh, well, one of the easiest ways is to pop into Gutsy Women Club. That is a totally free membership, gutsywomen.club. And that, that's a really easy way to start. I'm in the process of redoing my website. It's drbrendamoneycoach.com. And from there, they can join workshops, join the Gutsy Women Finances community. Um, I'm on Facebook, but uh, yeah, gutsywomen.club. Encourage you to check it out, drbrendamoneycoach.com. That's where you're going to see my programs and be able to connect with me too. And, you know, please send me a message, send me an email. I am very responsive. Um, you know, part of this is we have to be ready to make that change. And everybody's got a different tipping point. Everybody's got a different place that they reach when there's like, you know what? It's time to put me first. It's time to dust off those dreams. It's time to stop waiting until when. And so, um, you know, some of this is that readiness factor. But when you're ready, we got the resources for you. We got the kick-ass resources and community to, to help you out. Dr. Brindle, what is that one profound statement that you want to leave with the world when you're no longer here. You know what? I, I, I actually oppose this whole legacy type of thing. I'm like, that, that, that's a lot of pressure. You know, I, I, did, I did so many fabulous stuff. So I'm, I'm now you notice I'm not answering. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I did so many fabulous stuff in my old career. I created the Center for Elders in the Courts. I thought, well, that would be my legacy. I testified in front of Congress. I worked on elder exploitation. That would be my legacy. And it's like, you know what? Now my legacy is just living a life of joy. I'm just leaving a trail of joy behind me and inspiring people. But, you know, what you do with it is what you do with it. I'm leaving a trail of joy. Dr. Brennan, can you let those, let those listeners know out there that you are a boss? <laughs> I am a boss. I am boss, Dr. Brenda, hanging out with other bosses. Heard it here. You heard it here first. And Dr. Brent, I'm just going to tell you that you just like literally touched my soul. And I don't know, like leaving a trail of joy. That's all I want to do in my entire life. Just be the energy and be the joy in the world that was missing when we were going through. 
So I really um, thank you for that. And I really thank you for stopping by the Boss Effect podcast and leaving a trail of joy. Well, thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to go back and start thinking about that 10K and 100 bucks and that beater truck. And I'll probably work up a YouTube video on it now. So (laughs) we'll make sure you tag Boss Effect. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy with an IE. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.